Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Project Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Douglas, and today we're going to talk about what is a project. So in terms of what is a project, let's go with the uh, PMI definition. PMI is the Project Management Institute, and they are a well-known organization who provides training uh, to project managers to accelerate their careers. So with that being said, PMI describes a project as a temporary endeavor undertaken to create a unique product, service, or result. So it's a pretty short uh, <laughs> definition. Um, there's a lot more that goes into it. Um, so as the podcast goes on and I have more and more episodes, I'll be able to explain more in detail uh, about what a project is and isn't. So with that being said, uh, a little bit of detail. Uh, there's a defined timeline for a project. Um, budget and a scope we call that the uh, triple constraint um, as far as a time frame I mean nobody wants a open-ended project that never ends um, and no one's gonna sit here and say yeah well you can you can do this project for me and it doesn't matter how much it's gonna cost and scope wise it doesn't matter what you do so all those things that what those three things have to be defined on a project um, there needs to be planning executing uh, monitoring controlling of the project um, so we monitor control like our uh, project resources um, and the resources for the project could be material uh, people um, so they both go hand in hand so now that we know what a project is let's look at some of the historically famous projects and I'm sure you can probably think of some um, some things that you've seen huge buildings, uh, skyscrapers, um, bridges, all those different things. I mean, it's not just a bridge, it was a project before it was a bridge. So it was a project to become a bridge. Um, looking back, um, think about the Great Pyramids of Giza. I mean, many people say that these, that these pyramids are over 4,500 years old. Uh, some people even think they're older than that. So. Um, Another one would be like the Great Wall of China. Um, 3,000 years ago, that one was built. And when you look at those type of uh, structures, you know, some people call them megaliths, um, but they're huge. Um, and they were built so long ago, you would have to have someone uh, coordinating that, someone in charge of it, um, someone that was able to do the planning and you know, for the manpower, the materials that it would take to build a pyramid, um, and basically, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of more detail that I could go into, obviously, about those two, um, but we'll get into stuff like that later. Um, but they're very detailed, very um, precisely built. So, um, another like modern day project is like uh, the Olympic Games. It's a really good one because. Um, they're definitely temporary, right? You know, the Olympics come around every four years. And usually when they build like the Olympic stadiums and like the villas and things like that, those places don't stay with, stay there forever. So that's a project, um, has a start date, has an end date. Um, 
and lots of costs associated with it. But so, you know, these projects, um, of course, they need mathematicians. Uh, you need structural engineers. Um, you definitely, 100%, have to have the uh, project management skills um, to put a project like that in place. So, what I want to do is I want to look at a basic project in the simplest terms. And I will use um, some of the project management terms and uh, give like brief explanations to those as well. So let's just say uh, you're an electrician, a homeowner calls you to price a ceiling fan. They want to install a ceiling fan uh, inside their living room. So they know the location, um, the type of fan that they want, they know their budget uh, for getting the work done. And with having that little bit of information, we can, what we consider, or what we call initiate the project. So this is the project initiation. For us, this would be considered like a business case. Um, I take that information, um, look at the time, the scope, and the cost of the project. Uh, then I would send them a quote for the project. So we send it over. Hopefully the homeowner says yes, of course. <laughs> uh, now we do the contract portion. So we sit down and we say, okay, this is what it's going to cost. Um, this is what you're asking me to do. And this will be how long it's going to take me to do it. And so... The homeowner, they, they have all of that information, you know, like I said, they've, they've already said yes to this thing. So you still need to go from a quote to a contract so everything is legally binding. And then the next step would be, as we call the project charter, the project charter is basically the birth certificate of the project. This has all the information needed and I can give you like a quick rundown. So we have our project scope statement, which is to put in a fan, put a switch in. Um, the project scope is what the job is actually gonna be. Um, there are certain things that are out of scope. I'm putting in a fan, but I'm not changing all of your light bulbs in your house, you know, something crazy like that. So that would be out of scope. And the project deliverable would be a living room with a new ceiling fan and a new switch that works <laughs> of course um, so part of the project charter would have our project sponsor sponsor is the homeowner or it could be a business um, and then we go to our who is the project manager that would be me or yourself okay and then we have stakeholders that are part of the project now a stakeholder is anyone who is involved with the project that can be affected by the project in a positive or a negative way. <clears throat> so some people will have stake in this project, like obviously the homeowner does. Um, people who come over to the homeowner's house has a stake in this project because maybe they're coming over while I'm doing the work and they need to park in a different spot or they need to not use the living room while I'm working. And then you may have, say, your next door neighbor your next door neighbor has a, a stake in this project as well because maybe he doesn't want his driveway blocked or he doesn't want um, you having ma uh, materials and tools out in the in the driveway because you know there's some neighbors that are like that they're very nosy um, and then there's some that are you know it's, it's good to be nosy too as well um, 
So the homeowner's husband, um, he has a stake in the project. The wife called, she wanted the project done. So now he knows about it. Now he's like, hey, how long is it gonna take? You know, things like that. Um, if they have kids in the house, you know, all these people are involved with the project. It doesn't seem like it, but they actually are. So we would list all those people out in the uh, project charter and we would call them stakeholders. Now, then you kind of want to start looking at some of your uh, project key milestones, things like that. Um, obviously, one of the, the, the major milestones of this project, uh, installing the ceiling fan, would be putting it in. <laughs> getting that in, getting it done. Um, in this case, let's just say the homeowner gave us uh, two days to finish it. So what I need to do is I need to start procuring the materials for that project. Um, and let's just say Home Depot. Home Depot is my vendor. So I would go to Home Depot. I get the materials that I need. Maybe they don't have everything that I need. So now I need to go to uh, an electrical supply house to get maybe the wire, the boxes, things like that. So those two are my vendors. Those two, um, I need to make sure I get the stuff that I need from them. Then I would have to get, if I need help, then I would get a helper. We know, okay, I have two days to finish this. When am I starting this? I'm going to start it on Friday. Um, so they want it done by Saturday. So we have all day Friday. We have all day Saturday. When we leave, the project needs to be done according to the terms that, uh, you know, you agree to. Um, so, again, another part of the charter would be, the project charter would be the project budget. Um, I look at maybe, just throwing some numbers out. Let's just say we were going to charge $800 to do it. Um, I'm going to need a helper for two days, $100 a day. Uh, that's $200 for him, then $100 materials, just $300. Um, and then I have to pay myself, obviously. And that's all you're going to have, um, unless there's some type of extra work allotted, you know, while you're while you're there at the house. So you have to think about those things too. Um, and then we lay out our pro uh, project priorities um, and you can lay those out on a scale you can say um, a scale of one to ten if you have ten items uh, one to five if you only have five items but you can make them um, you can make items say green for good yellow there's some caution there um, your red items are things that you know you can't have anything go wrong you know things like that so just in short, I mean, there's different ways of um, doing what we would call a uh, priority matrix. Um, some things are adjustable, um, some things are a little adjustable, and then you have some things that you cannot adjust at all. And usually, one of the main things that you cannot adjust um, is going to be the time that it takes to do the project and then the cost of the project. I mean, nobody wants to have you come do a project for me and then you say, oh, well, it's going to be another $100 or tomorrow it's going to be another $300. You know, things like that uh, can give you a pretty bad name. Um, we also look at uh, project risk. Um, you're going to do a ceiling fan in someone's house with some of the risk, maybe falling off, the, off your ladder, um, dropping something on their floor, maybe dropping a tool, putting a scratch on their floor, things like that. Uh, a lot of people don't think about those things, but uh, something as simple as that can ruin the whole job because now you need to pay uh, hopefully not as much as you were going to make in uh, paying that out for the damages. But that could happen. Um, if you only charge $800 to do a job and um, 
you crack somebody's granite countertop, um, it's probably gonna be a little more than $800. Um, so things like that we have to take into consideration, the risk of the project, um, and then how we mitigate these risks. And I'm gonna go over um, risk mitigation, things like that, and in my next uh, sets of podcasts, it's basically gonna use a lot of these terms that um, I'm kind of throwing some of them out here today, but use these terms to be able to um, use them in your everyday life. And that's the whole that's the whole point of the podcast. The whole point of the podcast is to be able to learn about project management, obviously, but also learn how the project management um, philosophy, the processes, and everything, as I said earlier, will be able to correlate to your everyday life. Just something as simple as risk mitigation. Um, you can look at that from the standpoint of when you leave out of your house and it's wet outside, you know, what's some of the first things you start thinking about? You say, hey, um, there's a risk out there and the risk is losing control. Um, could be other people losing control, but you know there's a risk and you start planning that risk mitigation before you even really get in your car. You say, okay, I might need to drive a little slower or I might need to take a different route because I know that going this way, there's a lot of turns on the road, or going this way, there's high standing water, or if I go this direction, there's gonna be a lot of traffic. And we all know how that goes. Um, but it's something that simple, you're actually using um, project management skills, you know, because these are things that we do on projects every day. We look at, it could be the simplest thing, like um, the project has a huge delivery that needs to come in and you know you're like okay well we're going to deliver um you know a few skids of uh cinder blocks let's just take that for example well you're just delivering cinder blocks but no there's a lot of risk that goes into that i mean when you bring them out to the job site when you get them off the truck um you know everything from pulling up to the site knowing which way to go uh while you're on site things like that unloading them off the truck I mean, we could pick them up, they could fall over, they could drop, they could hurt someone, and then, uh, you know, it could be a lot worse than that. So, but this is just a short introduction into uh, what is a project, and I hope you guys got something out of that part, and you can kind of see there's a lot of, uh, a lot of different things that we do uh, as project managers uh, that we can use in our everyday life. And like I said, if you have any questions, um, anything that you would like to know about project management or how we can use uh, some of our skills like our project management skills to uh, maybe look at something in your life that you really really have some issues with like I said you know they do work but hey I'm not a therapist by any means <laughs> but um, you always want to seek you know the, the proper help for th certain things so with that being said um, I'm gonna close this episode out and most of the episodes will be about 15 minutes or so, maybe 20 minutes if I'm talking with somebody else. And then if I do some interviews and things like that, we'll do about 45 minutes or so. But one of the problems uh, that I find is you can put too much information out <laughs> you know, in one episode. So if you have questions and I didn't cover something that you might wanna know about, just shoot me an email, uh, hit me up on social media, whatever it takes, but I will get back to you. So with that being said, thank you for joining and I hope you learned something today. Now, let's go manage.
Get out my way. I need space to get the fake up. Get out my way. I need space. I'm about to take off. Get out my way. Where the frequency yeah. been way up, way up. Get out my way. It's too easy. It's a layup. Give me my space. I'm in my pride. I was a prisoner, all of the mind. Now I'm a traveler, leading the line. They wanna cut me, I'm bleeding divine. Home of the greed, land of the slaves. No, we ain't free. Still we do great. No, we ain't free. Still we do great. Yeah. Still we do great. I gotta say it and say it and say it again.